sent forth his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Psalm 107 verse 20. The message you're about to hear is a straightforward, down-to-earth and insightful teaching by Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Lady Reverend Adelaide serves under her husband, Bishop Dag Heward-Mills, as a pastor at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Lady Reverend Adelaide is a handmaiden of God and is privileged to have been used by God to pastor and to speak the Word of God, both nationally and internationally, to all ages and gender. She has a plethora of messages on many issues, experiences, and situations of life from God's perspective. Get ready to be transformed as you listen to this message by God's anointed handmaiden, Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. I want to preach to you this morning about how to be a permanent church member. How to be a permanent church member. Some people are in the church that we can describe as fair weather members. Ah, you say one day were your fair weather members. Fair weather members are members who are loyal to the church and stick everything is going well. When their needs are being met when they have not been offended when somebody has not done anything to hurt them and the weather is fair there's no rain there's no storm then they are very faithful in the church but a friend loves at all times. And if you are to be a friend of God, you must love God at all times. And you must love the church you are in at all times. Because life is not in one season. Life comes in different seasons. We can't have fair weather every day. Even in a day, you have morning and you have night. So you can't, as a church member, think that the church will always be one season. If you are going to work with God, there will be different seasons. But the fair weather brother or sister relates to the church and flows in the church only when everything is okay. But a true brother so, is born for adversity. Adversity is when things are adverse or against. 
And when things are not going your way. And I pray that you will become a child of God who loves God at all times. Not only when God provides for your needs. Not only when the church provides for your needs. Not only what you can get out of the church. But your commitment to God and to the church you say he's called you to it's not fair weather amen Amen. now we also have situational friendship your commitment as a church member can be situational because it depends on where you are situated so when you move from here although you said God is the one who had planted you in the church as a believer you are not led by the spirit but you are led by convenience so when you move to a place you look for the nearest church not the church where God led you to because your commitment is based on situations if your pastor's life was based on situations he will not be here and it's not because he's a pastor but it's because he's a child of God so when God moves you to a place whether it's Germany whether it's London and you believe that God called you to grace Citadel Church then you must say God how can you use me to establish grace Citadel Church in Germany that is how Lighthouse Chapel has been able to be in so many countries to a very large extent because we believe that God leads you to a particular place for a particular reason and so when God moves you it's not your situation that should determine your commitment but you should say God I may not be a preacher but I can give my house for Grace Citadel Church to start there our church in Uganda there was a man who was very Catholic but he had been blessed by Bishop Doug's ministry and uh, when he went to Uganda he saw that he had a Catholic church by him because a Catholic church is very established so he was going to his Catholic church but before he would even go to Uganda he came to look for Bishop he was a big man he said Lighthouse is a church I believe is of God and I believe that you must be in Uganda. So I want to offer your pastor accommodation 
and lodging expenses all paid <laughs> i want him to live in my outhouse and i'll provide everything for him so that he can do the work of god today lighthouse chapel is in uganda because of this man and because of that one obedience many branches have been established so you don't have to be the pastor to be helpful to propagate God's word and his kingdom. Many people say, oh, but there are many churches. Why should we add another one? There are many petrol stations. There are many total stations. In fact, at Dance Bar on the junction, there are three total stations. And each one has its own customers. The work is vast. The Bible says the harvest is plentiful. But the laborers, not the Christians, not the church attendees, but the people who really labor are few. And Jesus said, pray for more laborers. Some of us, all we do in the church is to warm the pews. To warm the pew, the and chair we sit on. That is your only contribution to the church. But I'm praying that after today, you will become a permanent member and a fruitful member in the name of Jesus. Some friendships are based on situations. I remember many years ago. I won a scholarship to the United Kingdom. To London, to be precise. London and Casa. To do a postgraduate in law. And uh, we were about 12 in the class. They said we were top Commonwealth civil servants. And I believe it because they gave us top treatment. And as a class, we were together for 12 weeks. So we really developed relationships and we bonded. We visited so many places together. The houses of parliament the privy council we would sit on a bus to oxford university then we will go on the thames river all our lectures were in all these places so when it came to the last day people bought gifts for each other and during the graduation people just broke down as the type of bonds we had formed and how we now had to go to our countries and the school compiled a whole list of everybody where they work and their contact numbers at that time there was no email so we all cried falling on each other's necks and then we came to our countries when we came to our countries 
the communication ceased. That was situational friendship. It depended on where we were situated. But it wasn't a friendship that went far. In spite of all our emotions and our crimes, it, it, where, where we were was what made us close it's the same with some of you the reason why you are close to the church the reason why you are here today because you are situated around here but when God calls you for a purpose you go beyond where you are situated when Jesus was called from heaven he went beyond where he was situated so you have to be a fully persuaded member who knows that I carry Grace Citadel Church in my heart? I wouldn't say who put Grace as a for ever move. And wherever God takes me, I will be a planting of the Lord. Me, me, In that place. The third type is non-situational commitment. There are some people you've known for a long time. You may not even see them all the time. But as soon as you see them, you just catch up. Because the friendship is not situational. There's a foundation to it. And so you may not even see each other every day. So the non-situational friendship is not based on me seeing you or you seeing me. Non-situational commitment. But it's based on a commitment that is there rain or shine we have some friends that we knew or that we have known for many years and uh, they are no longer in Ghana my husband's one of his very good friends who was next door to him in medical school. He's now based in America. America. We don't see him every day. His wife was my friend also in law school. Uh, we don't call every day. But the commitment to each other is not based on geographical situation. It is just commitment to the relationship. Like David and Jonathan. There is a bond. Whether you are in the palace or you are in the forest. In the same way. Your commitment to your church should be non-situational it should not be based on whether something has happened to you it should not be based on whether they have stopped giving you things it should not be based on whether somebody has annoyed you it should not be based on whether you are hurt because in every family there are heads and there are issues but you don't say that because of that you are going you don't change your name because of that and that takes me to the fourth type of commitment 
And that is marital commitment. The Bible says we are married to Christ. Romans chapter 7 verse 4. Wherefore my brethren. That ye should be married to another. Even to him who is raised from the dead. That we should bring forth fruit God. Marital commitment is not based on situations. Or it's not supposed to be. That is why when you come to the altar, you say, for better, for worse. You say, in sickness and in health. In prosperity and in adversity. That is the marital commitment you pledge to each other. Therefore, if you are married to Christ, then your commitment is not whether today you are happy or not. Marriage goes beyond I love you. It goes beyond oh when I see you I get goosebumps. A marriage that has taken some years comes to be based fully on commitment. Commitment to God and to one another. So things happen in the marriage. But you don't get up and go. Things happen in a family. But you don't get up and go. The church is a family. And therefore we need marital commitment. So that we will be permanent members. I pray that today. Your heart will change. And you will work on being a permanent member. Amen. Amen. That was just the introduction. Amen, somebody. As a person next to you, what type of commitment do you have? Are you fair weather? Ask him. Are you fair weather? Are you situational? Are you non-situational? Or have you graduated to marital? And the family commitment. May the Lord help you. Amen. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, the Bible says, Be ye steadfast, unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing this that your labor in the Lord is not in vain God is saying we should be steadfast and we should be unmovable it means that things can move us Amen. Amen. In our walk with God, many things can move us. Offenses can move you. Hurts can move you. Disappointment can move you. Uh, pain can move you. A loss can move you. 
But the Bible says we should be unmovable in our work with God. Now, if you are going to be a permanent member, you are going to have to be unmovable. A very characteristic of a member is that your heart and mind are here and you are here to stay. Amen. Amen. One day, my husband announced to the church that he had decided to move to America and to pursue his medical profession and go into what he thought he wanted to do which is cardiothoracic surgery to do with the heart. So he announced to the church, I will be leaving. And um, I just wanted you to know. So I'm no longer going to be your pastor. A certain sadness fell on the church. My husband asked them, why? They said, Pastor Doug, we don't want you to go. He said, why don't you want me to go? I also have a higher degree something that will give me more money something that will be more profitable and I want to go the church said no and he said to the church you want me to be a permanent pastor but you don't want to be a permanent sheep when you find anything to do you just want to go but in as much as you want me to be here and to be here forever i need you also to be a permanent member so that the commitment will be on both sides the church was shocked because they hadn't thought about that you too must be a permanent member if you want pastor randy to be here if you want lady pastor lois to be here then you should also be here because they can't also come and preach to chairs they can't do the work of god to a certain point and then you are just scattered they need a workforce to bring the kingdom of god down and you are very important in so become a permanent member amen amen so permanent members want a permanent pastor and a permanent pastor wants a permanent member now in the body of christ nowadays we have the habit of moving from one prophetic place to another and from one church to another but you must decide to be a permanent member and i'll tell you why when you are a permanent member, you are part of a family. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 15. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Yes, the family is the body of Christ. But the local church is also a, an imitation of the body. That is why 
all believers are part of the body and the local church too you have a body and you have a head hallelujah amen when you are part of a family you don't just leave in exodus chapter 34 jacob's sons they said that their father their uh, only sister had been raped by an unbeliever in the place where they were living but the man had a very good heart and he decided to come and see jacob so that he will marry the daughter properly and jacob agreed so then the sons were out so when they came then jacob told them oh this is what has happened and uh, the sons were angry but they pretended so they went to tell the people that oh as far as we are jews so in order for us to live with you you have to be circumcised the people said anything you want we just want to live peaceably with you so the people agreed to be circumcised grown up men so after the circumcision they were in pain and so they were sore then Jacob's sons rose up and killed all the people and took their possession and their father was very angry their father said that I've made peace with these people how can you do this especially Simeon and Levi Genesis 34 verse 30 and Jacob said to Simeon and Levi you have troubled me to make me to stink among the inhabitants of the land and among the Canaanites, the Perizzites, and I, and I, being few in number, they shall gather themselves fled from the face of Esau, your brother. Amen. Amen. So this is what these people did. But when you read the book of Revelations, the Bible says, the gates of heaven shall be named after the 12 tribes of israel so you have a family you have issues you have disobedience they even bring trouble but it doesn't mean you just leave the family hallelujah amen because they stayed as the tribe of israel that's why Jesus could come. What now says that's why John the Baptist could come. And, and that's Baptist why salvation it. should come. And it's a so God has a purpose for putting you in this family. And, and when, when you move out, you destroy his purpose. Hallelujah. Amen. So you will have a lot of issues as a family. Just like the 12 tribes of Israel. And you will not have a perfect family. But God's purpose will still work out. So you must have the mind that 
I am permanent because I'm part of a family. You are also permanent, secondly, because you are a part of a building. First Corinthians 3, verse 9. The time has gone off. What does it mean? Is it time? Five minutes more. Ah, okay. First Corinthians 3, verse 9. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's You are part of God's building. God's building is all the body of Christ. And also the local church. Now, if you are a building, so we are dying. And every time you are building, somebody comes to take a block away. How are you going to progress? Because blocks are a permanent part of the structure. How would you feel if you came home and your bedroom had moved to the next house? No, the bedroom itself has just moved. A piano. The kitchen has moved. So you are part of God's building. Some of you, you may be the bedroom. But through offenses and hates and carnality, you just move from the building. And it affects God's local church. So if you are a part of a building, then be a permanent part of the building. And then I build, blocks don't just walk away. So if you are God's building, so you're and you are a block, now we're and you just walk away, now what type of structure will there be? You must be a part, a permanent part of the building. The verse we read also said that you are part of God's husbandry. Husbandry is like a garden. Planting and replanting kills plants. God has no uh, uh, mind to plant and replant people. The Bible says that you are the planting of the Lord. The trees of righteousness. So if you are part of a garden and God has led you here and God has prospered you here so why would you collect yourself as a tree I said, I don't want to be planted in Kokon. I want to be planted in Jankama. But you are the planting of the Lord. Amen. Amen. In Psalm 92, verse 12, the Bible says, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord. Those that be planted.
planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. So if you are planted here, become a permanent planting so that you can grow like the seeds of Lebanon. But if you have plants in this spot, every week you plant it at different places. Next week you are going to prophetic encounter at some other place. After that, you are going to prophetic breakthrough at another place. You are never the planting of the Lord. And when you move from place to place, your roots do not go deep. Therefore, you do not grow. And you do not become like the cedar of Lebanon. And when you become like the cedar of Lebanon, you flourish. It is when you are planted that you flourish. Hallelujah. Amen. I've been planted in Lighthouse Chapel for a long time. Hallelujah. Amen. From the start of the church, I've been planted. Now, some of you will say, ah, but you are the bishop's wife. Can you be planted elsewhere? But I know pastors' wives who are not planted in their husbands' churches. Hallelujah. Amen. Because as a pastor's wife, you also have feelings just like a church member. And church members can do very painful things. Especially the ones you have poured your life most into. When they are going, they don't even tell you. When they are going, they don't even say bye-bye. You just meet them in town and say, oh, it's a long time since you came to church. So I left. You are not the plenty of the Lord. But in spite of all that the pastor's wife may go through, some of you, even the look you give her when she has dressed nicely and she's coming to sit down, it's like a, a, a scanner. Uh -huh. So, you can easily feel like not coming to church. And there are many places to go to. But your life will be destroyed. Because you will not have consistent teaching. condensed milk. 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 will you grow? Hallelujah. Amen. But when you stay in the house and you are fed consistently and you are planted, you become a tree and you flourish. You do well. Bishop Saki and Bishop Adi, Bishop Saki and Bishop Adi, by the grace of God. They are my husband's assistants. But we have been friends since 1982. It's just the grace of God. And they were all helping Bishop in ministry in Lagon. And then he said when he was going to Kolebu that God had called him into to start a church. So, 
we were all friends and we all followed we didn't go because of just friendship but we went because we believed that God had called us to stand with this man till his kingdom comes we were not a very attractive church people didn't give us even a dog's chance to do well they didn't think anything good would come out of that and we also did not know what God would do but just commitment every Friday we came from Legon to Kolebu at our own cost we didn't say give us transport we didn't say when we come what will you give us our love for Jesus was enough and we knew that he had called us to be servants and a servant doesn't have an opinion a servant doesn't have another idea a servant says yes lord so we always came like that every weekend after the all night we'll go for dawn broadcast NTC and the whole Kolebu even Kolegono we were law students we were medical students but we were planted and there was no glory about the church but as by the grace of God we have stayed together and we have grown together we have the same mind we have the same heart we have the same love because when you are planted in the house of God you flourish like a palm tree today as Bishop Dag goes up, when your head goes up, your hands and your feet also go up. So when you are planted, you get all the nutrients you should get, all the sunshine you should get, and you flourish. But when you move from place to place, I see many people like that. They become nothing. Since 1982. 1982. So God, by His grace, has used that to build Lighthouse Church and to take us to so many countries because of the mind of permanence. Not that I'm angry today, so I'm going here. I'm not happy today, so I'm going here. All the help they give me, they've stopped, so I'm going here. You are part of a family. And you don't do that. Amen. Amen. It is only when you are a permanent member that you flourish. When you are a family, you will celebrate your victories together. We've had a lot of faith and hope preached to us by our pastor. He told us many times that things were going to get better. Many of us came to church as we heard the word. Our faith rose and we began to see better things ahead. 
when we are permanent members we will live to celebrate our victories in the church if we are not permanent in the day of our victory you will not be here and you will have no one to rejoice the bible says rejoice with them that rejoice yesterday i was at an outdooring and and a lady came to sit by me she says sister mommy i joined the church when i was in Kolegono. At that time, the church was doing well. But I had not reached this point. And she said, I'm always thankful to God that I stayed around for all the victories, for the blessings, and for the honor and glory that God has brought to Lighthouse. And she said, we didn't know. But through the church, we have found husbands. We have found wives. We have found business connections. We have found help. We have found a family spirit. We have found a lifting up. Just because we were planted. I came to tell you to be a permanent church member. I came to tell you to be planted. So that you will flourish. Like the trees and the cedar of Lebanon. When you are not planted, you don't have stamina. Any wind will blow you. Yes, yes, will blow you. Yes, will blow you. Gossip will blow you. And truth will blow you. Accusations will take you away. But when you are a permanent member, you say, this is our pastor that God has called This is the shepherd God has given us. We should support him so that we become all that we can become. There's a lady in my church. She used to be in my ministry. And she used to sell rice in cups. Very poor girl. And as she used to come to church, I would always encourage her. God will lift you up. God will help you. She was planted. She was watered. Today, as I speak, she has a Benz. She has supermarkets. And she goes to China to bring rice in bulk to support to other people. I saw her myself. So nowadays, when I have a conference, I don't talk much. I call her and I say, Hey, I saw you. I knew you. This conference is starting. I need rice. I need oil. I need flour. And you dare not say no. She said, Mami, carry it. I have seen many church members. I can give countless testimonies. Because as you are planted, the word it's vitamins it's nutrients it's all the uh, manure you need before you know you have become a mega person 
I pray for you that you will not be fair weather you will not be situational you will not be even just non-situational but you have a marital commitment that pastor Randy come hell come high water come come anything God will let us stick together a family that goes through adversity lives to go through victories. And I pray that it will be this. The people who left us earlier. I meet them when I go to New York. When I'm at the airport, I meet them. So, Lady Reverend, we were one of the starting members. I said, and. <laughs> One of them told me in Singapore that, oh, this other pastor, he confused me, so I left. And now, he has to be content to just attend our conferences for outsiders. Because the food in the home belongs to the children in the home. Amen, somebody. Amen. Don't let hurt. Don't let offenses. Don't let the tongues of men draw you away from grace For God is taking them to a place. And you are part of it. Be a planting of the Lord. And as you flourish, you will give birth to other branches. You will give birth to other leaves. As a tree, a tree never exists alone. It even bears fruit. So if you are going to be a fruit bearing tree, it starts with being planted. I pray for you that you will also not just warm the pew, but you will make yourself a laborer in this church. It takes humility to be a laborer. My husband, when he is building, he joins it himself. He climbs the building. He is with the people working. Showing them what to do. He is not a big man. You have made yourself a big man in the church. And we have to beg you to do anything. It's a privilege to serve God. God will never use you and leave you empty. When he used Peter's boat, it was after that he said, launch out your nets into the deep. Because Peter gave his boat to him. You can never serve God and be shortchanged. It's a great thing to serve. May you be a permanent member. May accusations not take you out. May complaints and grumbling not take you out. May backstabbing and pretense not take you out. But may you see your common enemy, which is Satan. And may you be united. And may you fight. As the Lord leads you from victory to victory in Jesus' name. Amen.
It was great having you today. To find out more about the resources available by Adelaide Hewitt Mills, please visit the Vision Bookshop at the Kodesh, North Kaneshi, or meet her on Facebook at Rev. Mrs. Adelaide Hewitt Mills. For prayer and counseling, please call 0243-187-900. You can also drop us an email at honeyonmylips at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, God richly bless you.